Hey guys, so this is uh, just a intro to the uh, United Podcast Station. Um, my name's Tom, and I've been a United fan for most of my life. Um, I want to use this platform to just air my thoughts about the team and how they're playing in general. Um, yeah, so if you guys just enjoy sort of like fan opinion and previews and reviews of all the United games, then uh, I suggest that you guys stay tuned and listen i'm fairly new to this so hopefully you'll be able to see my progression over time but yeah i hope you guys enjoy so this is going to be uh just the first sort of part of this episode where i just discuss sort of how united's been playing how the opponent's been playing uh all that kind of stuff so yeah let's get into it um so yeah united uh last week in the premier league they drew two all against uh stoke which wasn't necessarily the best result. I mean, you never like to draw. You want your team to win every week. But I think against a team like Stoke and away from home, a very physical side, um, I think it very much uh, was a difficult game. And I think the reason why we drew this game was mostly down to just defensive errors. I mean, the most glaring being Phil Jones's just lack of defense on that second goal from Motin. Um, but yeah, I think... You know, it was a somewhat positive result because I don't think that every team can necessarily get a point away at Stoke. Uh, it's always been a tough outing for them. Um, and yeah. And I think going into this game, I felt confident because of that draw. You know, we were still top of the table. It was all good. Um, but also, you know, we beat Basel 3-0 in the Champions League, which is nice to see. I uh, got goals from Fellaini, Lukaku, and Rashford, which is positive, you know, getting those wins. Um, and I think in terms of our Champions League group, not to go too off topic, I think we should be expecting full points out of that and top of the group. Um, yeah, and then looking at Everton from their aspect, they've been playing horribly. Um, they they came into the season with very high expectations bringing in a lot of new players uh rooney being the prime marquee signing of that summer but bringing in players like jordan pickford for uh, a huge amount of money and then bringing in uh michael Keane, young center back from burnley and then uh gilfie sigurdsson who's a playmaker from swansea that was a good signing 45 million it's like the record signing clausen from ajax who we obviously know from playing in the europa league final uh, against ajax and then, uh, yeah, and then bringing in, you know, Sandro at striker, who I don't really know that much about. But, yeah, coming into the season, they were definitely looking like top four contenders. You know, they are making their move forward, you know, into the sort of, like, elite sort of category of the league and lesser sort of mid-table-ish kind of side. Um, but, yeah, like, last week in the Premier League, they lost 3-0 to a very good Spurs side um, at home, which can be good. Uh, two goals from Kane. And then one goal from Erickson. Uh, so, yeah, their heads dropped probably after that result. They probably expected it to be a lot more competitive than it was. Uh, however, it just wasn't really meant to sort of be for them. Uh, you know, you, you can't win them all, but, like, I'm sure they expected more out of that game than they got. And their whole sort of start to the season hasn't really been the best. You know, getting just kind of a mixed bag of results um pickford only keeping one clean sheet which is never good for a defense uh yeah and then they went on the europa league on thursday and they uh managed to lose 3-0 to atalanta which 
it's just a shocking result, to be honest, looking at the game, I expected Everton to get all three points, uh, but, you know, I was hearing stuff like, oh, they were, you know, rotating players and stuff, but I think for them, I think they even expected to get all three points out of that game, and I think that would have caused their heads to drop even more, um, so definitely coming into this game, I was definitely feeling confident looking at players like Lukaku who had scored so many goals, and then, you know, just the general team chemistry, Rashford getting playing time, which, uh, is lovely to see being that he's a youth product and uh, he's someone that United fans can be proud of so I think going into this game based off pure form I think United were definitely looking for a comprehensive victory which um, which I think can be expected considering the attacking firepower that they have on their team um, yeah so that's just like generally just how the two teams looked in my opinion going into this game uh, I'll be looking at you know, sort of starting 11s and then first half analysis and the next part. Yeah. Okay, now, going into this game, there was obviously, like, one main storyline. And that was the return of Wayne Rooney to Old Trafford. Now, leading up to this game, there was always one sort of question that was in my mind or conflict that I've been having with myself over the past, like, couple days. And that's the idea of, is Rooney... A true United legend. And I can say that throughout my time watching United, um, Rooney was definitely one of our greatest goal scorers of all time. I mean, gosh, he's had he's had the highest goal scoring tally of any player at the club, you know. Breaking the record with that goal against Stoke and the free kick in the last minute. I mean, the amount of goals he's contributed and the amount of titles he's ended up winning with us is astonishing, but Whenever I think of Rooney and him playing for United, I always think back to how he's from Everton and how he's always been associated with Everton. I mean, we bought him back in 2004 from Everton after being a, you know, after being a young star, and we reaped the benefits of that for so many, for 12 years or whatever it was. We reaped those benefits and we won all these titles and he scored all these goals. Um, and whenever looking back on his career, I have no doubt that he that he appreciated the club and he appreciated everything that it did for him, you know, making his his name even bigger than it probably would have been if he had stayed at Everton, with all due respect. Um, and during his time at United, he became this global star that we all know today. And I think without that move, he, you could argue that he possibly wouldn't be the same player. Um but I don't think that you can ever put him down as a United legend because he was not, he, during his time there, he was never, um, like, world-class or, like, the astonishing player. He was never, like, Ronaldo, who was, like, in contention for Ballon d'Ors and, like, the best player in the world at that time. Um, and I think due to the fact that he was always anchored by the thought of going back to Everton, I don't think you can ever associate him as a United legend. Um, I think you can say he's great because of all the things he's accomplished, but saying he's a great is a little bit of a stretch. Um, and I don't know. Like I feel like if he would have, if he would have scored it today, I, I think he would have celebrated. Um, and I think that we as United fans would have accepted that because you know of how close he is with Everton and how much he loves that club. Um, you know. Um, yeah, and I mean. Leading up to this game, he was getting, like, very good reception from the United fans, which was good to see because not a lot of, like, former players 
get really good receptions. Or at least there's been instances in the past where, like, returning players haven't gotten necessarily the warmest reception. I mean, if we're looking at this from a purely United perspective, uh, Carlos Tevez, when he moved over to Manchester City, that first game when he came back to Old Trafford, uh, there was booze every time he touched the ball. Um, you know, Emmanuel Adebayor, when he actually moved to City from Arsenal, you know, the Arsenal fans never accepted him. Um, and even and even that first game, um, Arsenal fans never really looked at him in the same light or with the same respect. Um, so it was nice to see that he at least got a warm welcome back. And uh, yeah, and I think that Rooney can definitely do a job for Everton. I just think that going back to the whole legend argument, I think his last two years at the club were were horrible for him personally because. There were a lot of fans who were very against Rooney and didn't think that he was worthy of being the captain and saw that his decline in skill level was hurting the team and a lot of players who probably could have gotten playing time were getting dropped over playing Rooney. And I think during those last three years at United, I could imagine they would be very difficult for him. And I think for a legend of the club, I think you have to stay on some sort of high level throughout your whole time at the club. And I think you need to know when it's your time to leave or when it's your time to retire. And I think those last three years that he was with us, he honestly held the club for ransom. So with all that being said, like I consider him a great and I respect all the things he's done, but a legend, I think that's honestly like a bit of a stretch. It's just my thoughts. Okay. So now that all that, um, like sort of pre-match build-up and just my thoughts before the game has finished now. Uh, now we can get into the actual game itself. So United decided uh, to go with the starting lineup of De Gea and goal, of Valencia right back, Pai and Jones as a centre-back partnership again, and then uh, Daly Blind at left back. Now personally, I, I love Daly Blind. I think he's a quality player, but if I had my choice, I would go with uh, Luke Shaw. Even though he's possibly not injured, I think he adds something. Uh, from an attacking aspect that possibly Blind doesn't add. Um, and I think that if Jose chose to play him more, the, we could potentially see him be our left back for like the next like nine, eight years, um, which would be nice. And then we have um, in the midfield, he played in midfield two of, Car- of Fellaini and Matic. Uh, and then out wide, he played Mkhitaryan and Mata. And then up front was Rashford and Lukaku. Um, seeing this lineup, I was very confident, knowing the knowing how well Mkhitaryan's played at the start of the season, getting, I think it's five assists, um, which is just astonishing, and it shows why we paid all that money for him uh, last year. It, it sometimes takes players a while to adjust to the Premier League, and I think Mkhitaryan showed that. Um, and it's nice to see that now he's finally showing his class for the team. Uh, now, at the beginning of this game, we saw... Again, the reoccurring theme of when teams play United, they they choose to park the bus and uh, try to absorb the pressure for the first 10 or 15 minutes. Um, This is, for me, it's, I don't know, it's kind of a cop-out, but, like, I see the tactical aspect of it. With the amount of attacking players that United have, it's expected that you park the bus just so you don't fall behind early. Um, However, for Everton, this was was not the case. as Matic uh, whipped a ball wide, squared it across the box. On the edge of the box was Valencia. He hit it with the outside of his boot, and then that rippled in the top of the net. Uh, this was a great start for United, and it was nice to see Valencia score a goal. 
um, just because he's not really known for his goal scoring ability and to score a goal of that quality was just great um yeah it was yeah it's um yeah Valencia's definitely he was one of our best players last season so to see him contribute with a goal here was really good uh yeah sorry I'm just backtracking um and then throughout the rest of the first half we really just saw United trying to soak up whatever pressure Everton was trying to create uh Rooney got through a couple times with a couple chances inside the six-yard box uh, that he probably should have finished, if I'm being honest. But uh, De Gea pulled off two really nice saves. Uh, there was never, like, a particular moment in the first half where I thought Everton was certainly going to score. Uh, there was a scare with Tom Davies when he ran into the box and hit a diving header. Um, but that was about the closest opportunity that they actually got to scoring. At the end of the first half, I was confident that United could pull out the result even though they were being dominated uh, possession wise uh, but that was to be expected with how they were playing they were purely absorbing the pressure which was uh, nice to see and heading into the second half I definitely was optimistic uh, again that we could pull out this result yeah. so the um, the second half began for the team and United sort of continued uh as they left off in the first half, uh, with them, again, absorbing the pressure that Everton was creating. Rooney again got another chance inside the six-yard box, which uh, De Gea saved, and uh, United were looking pretty pretty comfortable. Uh, at this point, I was slightly worried because I felt like we really needed a second goal in order to secure the points. Um, and going off of last season, uh, just getting feelings of last season, uh, we were put in a lot of situations like this where we chose to absorb pressure and then we would end up conceding a goal and inevitably dropping points. So I think myself, along with uh, other United fans, definitely felt weary, um, but still confident that we could uh, get the goals. Um, speaking of like trends, uh, near the... Uh, we saw United score three quick succession goals uh, inside the span of about ten minutes. Uh, we saw we saw Rashford come off in the 60th minute after not really having the most impressive game. R Rashford as he has a purpose on this team, but you can't expect every game for him to score a goal or make an assist or make something happen because he's he's still only 19 he's still a young kid trying to develop um he was brought up he was brought off eventually for Jesse Lingard uh who did, who did uh inject some energy into the game um and that inevitably that change sort of led to United pushing the pace and trying to get that second goal uh which came uh from Mkhitaryan so how this goal was set up was it was counterattack and uh, Lukaku drove forward, bringing in two defenders. I think it was Jagielka and Keane. Uh, he then slipped the ball through to Mkhitaryan, who was making an overlap. Uh, Ashley Williams had a poorly timed interception, and Mkhitaryan slotted it in after this goal was scored. Uh, Mourinho was seen celebrating on the sideline, which was nice to see. Uh, Mourinho is not a guy who often shows emotion after scoring goals I think he expects this team to win by a large mar margin um, but I think definitely that goal was huge and it definitely um, made us feel a little bit more comfortable that we could secure the points uh, knowing as I've said 
uh, before about last season and us conceding late goals. Uh, yeah, so after this goal went in, uh, we inevitably saw Everton's heads drop and they had to start becoming desperate. The third goal was scored by Lukaku. Um, this occurred uh, when Jesse Lingard won a free kick on the edge of the box after a push from Leighton Baines. And then Lukaku walked up to take this free kick, and we could hear from the uh, the opposing fans jeering and booing him, mostly mostly Everton fans. Um, so they were obviously trying to get into his head. Uh, Lukaku took the free kick. It hit the wall. It wasn't a very convincing free kick. Then the ball was spread by Herrera out wide. The ball was uh, crossed in, and Lukaku continued to run inside the box, and he finished it from inside six yards. Uh, then running over to the Everton fans that were booing him seconds before in order to celebrate, which I'm sure left a lot of uh, bad tastes in a lot of Everton fans. And then the third goal uh, came from none other than Anthony Martial, who's become a bit of an impact sub for us this year. Um, he weaved his way through two or three defenders and then got taken down in the box and then chose to take the penalty himself. He took this penalty very confidently, hitting it low and hard uh, to make it 4-0 for United. This was very good to see because um, a lot of rumors had been speculating in the summer that he wasn't particularly happy at United and that he might possibly leave because he, because Jose possibly didn't know how to manage him as a player. Um, so yeah, to see him, you know, have this impact off the bench, and to see him like seem fairly happy to play for the team and to contribute, is something that we as United fans should be very uh, happy about because he is a young player and he could potentially be one of the best players in the world in like the next five years. So uh, that was definitely a positive, and I think. Coming off this 4-0 win, I think we put a lot of Premier League teams on notice um, that, you know, our start wasn't just a fluke, it wasn't lucky, and that um, we're serious title contenders because coming into this year, Everton was seen as a top-four contender, and we proved we proved that um, we can still score goals for fun, we can be ruthless, we can uh, finish teams off quite convincingly. Yeah, so after that game, as I've been saying, uh, we are definitely in the driver's seat in the Premier League. We have an upcoming game against Southampton, which I fully expect us to win. Um, it'll be tough because it's away, but I expect with how the team's playing and the momentum that we have to fully secure the three points. If I was to give a man of the match for this uh, game, it would... Uh, it would probably be Matic. Um, I think what he does is very unglamorous, and how he contributes to the center of the park, uh, intercepting balls and just being physical, um, I think is one of the main differences between this team this year and the team last year. I think last year we were relying on players like Fellaini to be a holding midfielder, which was very uh, nerve-wracking because players like Pogba and Herrera, who are very attacking players couldn't go forward because they would always have the liability of if Fellaini gets exposed because of his lack of speed, that we would concede a goal. Whereas now with Matic, it's almost like he's a fifth defender there. And that means that our attacking players are, are more creative and they can get forward more. Uh, players like Lukaku and Rashford don't have to worry about tracking back and playing defense. Uh, they can stay up top and make attacking runs uh 
with the security that Matic is there to, you know, to win the ball in the midfield and distribute it efficiently. Um, yeah. I think that's where I'm going to end it. Um, feeling very good after that result. I think that a lot of United fans have every reason to be feeling good. I think this team is showing just how good they are, and I think that we are definitely contenders for the title. All right, see you guys.